All right. Hello, everyone. Shauna's holding Hello. her microphone today like a fancy newscaster. News like, yeah, I'm like talking about the weather or something. <laughs> we lost the thingy to the well, we didn't other thingy. It. No, we didn't lose it. Baby lost Stupid it. Stupid baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, where'd that piece go? I'm like, we haven't been here, so yeah. we blame baby the baby. Loves to... It's fine. I'm sure you eventually we'll find yourself. it. Our kind of home setting. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. I'm Sherry. I'm Shauna. Sorry, I just was rambling on. About thingies. Yeah. <laughs> thingies. So today we are, um, we've already talked a lot or a little bit. We've done an episode and then it kind of comes up with livestock guardian dogs. Um, LGDs, they're referred to, so you don't have to say that mouthful. Um, we have, we, ha- we do have a whole episode. That first episode was more or less like on like the breeds and kind of hit on training but today we wanted to kind of talk about more in depth our light is moving more in depth about um you know the the whole training thing and um anyway so yeah we're gonna we're gonna dig a little deeper into the whole livestock guardian dog thing so you can make your decision on whether that's you know good for you or if you have livestock guardian dogs already um please let us know if you have any questions um, I'm not like a crazy freaking expert or anything, but yes, I don't know. I, I've trained dogs pretty much all my life, and then the guard, the livestock guardian dogs came along, and they weren't that difficult, just time-consuming. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about the chicky noises in the background. We have the baby chicks in here, and they're very loud. You know you have like quiet kids and loud kids, and Shauna just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. She, these baby chicks are like loud kids. Like I, yeah, like I know, like baby chicks are usually like they're like peeping, but usually like when yeah. they're like sleeping, they're just like they shut the fuck up. And like these, guys, they're just constantly, constantly like beep, 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 yeah, beep, like beep, in beep, their beep, sleep, and they're just like, always why? talking and they're super like oh my Stop god, Stop sleep talking. Yeah, yeah, very annoying. So you're gonna hear that through the whole video if you can. You're hear it. welcome. I don't know if they can hear it. Probably a little bit. Did I not fix it? No, you didn't. It's moving again. Highly unfortunate. Hopefully, it doesn't fall. Probably gonna fall. Um, I'm gonna get my dog. <laughs> okay. Very, very, lots of things going on. Sorry, we're, our, you know, our kids are still at state fair and we are hot messes. And it's like, I just can't believe. I mean, we knew how long state fair was gonna be going into it, but um, we kind of had like the schedule laid out because our kids were only in certain shows and we're like, okay, great. So we're not gonna be there every day. And then like we're there and we ended up, somehow we end up being like the hair and makeup people. And, yeah, and, uh, which is, that's fine. I love helping, and that's great. Um, but then our kids are also being put into all these shows, like, which every day, which is also absolutely wonderful. But just and they are totally enjoying themselves, but it's been it's just, a, it's a lot. It's just been very it's exhausting, but that's so, okay. you know, we've been neglecting our gardens and our house. I, I can't, I, I, I don't even, half my tomato plants are just dying from that stupid oh, daughter flower. No. It's not gone. Tomato worms are on the other uh, half. I'm like, I hate my life. <laughs> and I, I I, can get in there really quick to water, but I can't do anything else. Like, I just, seriously, I don't have the time. You're going to see Sherry in a video being, like, with a flamethrower in a couple days. <laughs> Throwing it to my garden. She's just going to be like. tomato worms. <laughs> how to get rid of tomato worms. Like, everything's just burning. That actually sounds so satisfying. <laughs> I was telling my kids, like, how I'm going to. I'm like, I am so fucking pissed with these tomato worms. I cannot wait to rip them off and feed them to my chickens. Do you know what they turn and into? I don't care. Oh, you should care. I don't care. You should. I hate Have them. Have you ever heard of like a, a sphinx moth or a hummingbird moth? No. They're so, so they're very pretty and they're very big and they, they're so, they're, 
that we're gonna have to fix that. Maybe just like put it on top. Sorry, we're having lots of issues lots of today. Problems, but they're they have like the um, they're really great pollinators actually. Yeah, well, when they're, they're in their adult form. Uh, highly unfortunate. They, adult form. Their adult form. The yeah, and form. they they're very like they're kind of cool to watch. They're usually around my my honeysuckle later in the year when they turn to big. Oh, well, I hate them. And I but wish they would all just die. No, because they're yeah, great I pollinators. Do. They're pollinators. I know, but I. Like I spent so much time so in my they garden, have their little, what and they're like decimating all my tomato plants. Oh, Can you just what do you what do you eat when my tomato plants aren't here? Other people's tomato plants. Can't go someplace else. Go to someone else's tomato plants. I don't got time for you. Ugh. I I had to ask my my because like I'm trying to get here at Shauna's house to podcast. And we have to. We thought we anyways whatever. So trying to get here and then um i'm like okay i don't have time i milked the kids fed all the animals i'm like i don't have time to water the garden <laughs> like i don't have time and i'm you know calling my thank god my my older son and his girlfriend and his girlfriend like lives there she's not working right now because she doesn't have a car and i'm like can you water the garden for me <laughs> gardens she's like yes of course i'm like thank you so much oh my god lifesaver ridiculous um, yeah, my garden isn't going okay, actually, this year. Like, no, mine's not. And I can't even imagine being in the same space next year, but with another human. A tiny, needy human. Tiny, needy human. So I'm just like, that's not happening next year. No garden for me. Like you said, I'm going to do garlic, and I'll do, do this. like, in the fall. Uh-huh. And then, should. like, that's what I'm going to do, and that's all. And then I'm just going to leave those garden beds. I mean, I was like, I'll do flowers. I'm not even going to do flowers. Flowers still need water. You still, still feel like you have to take care they of them. They still need, well, like, if you, attention. The garlic is easy and so is even the onions and even like carrots planting a bunch of carrots and all that stuff and yeah. your kids sorry your kids would love to go out there, there and just like oh yeah pulling up yeah, shit they kids love, it. love pulling things out of the dirt i don't, I I don't know, know why why, why they're know, satisfying my kids like every day can i pull a carrot out i'm like only if you fucking eat it because <laughs> <laughs> they always want they always want to pull the fucking carrots and then they're like here you go i'm like you're consuming this carrot now <laughs> Um, this is going inside of your body. You're consuming <laughs> like, it. I don't, this is what's happening. Like, if we get like a bunch at a time, you know, that's like different because then you can like yeah. take it in and do something with it. But what are you going to do with one fucking carrot, you know? Nothing besides eating it. Besides eating it, like right then, <laughs> you know, it's just going to like, and, it, and they're not like store carrots where they're like, they stay good in the fridge forever, you know, like the next day or a couple days later, they're all like, wah, wah, wah. Like, like wilted. Meh. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But, um, and, and with the carrot tops all go to the pigs, which is great. Nice. Because they nice. love them, yeah. So we eat the carrots. Nice. We make the kids eat the carrots. And the <laughs> carrots also the kids. You're or like, the, eat the it. Pigs. The kids. Same, same. Um, anyways, livestock guardian dogs is what we're talking about, not gardens. And Sorry. Getting off. Hate I'm just but, tired. <clears throat> so livestock guardian dogs, they're specific breeds. And we went over the breeds in our last, um, not the last episode, can, but in the. In the episode was, that we did the livestock guardian, it was it like was called a while ago. how to protect your livestock. or I No, think, it was how. Uh, protect fucking. your farm or how to protect your homestead in nuance how to pr- protect your homestead from predators i think okay so i'm gonna when i do the show notes i'm gonna link that episode in um in the show notes so you can just hit it and go back right back to it um it's a good episode and if you're if you don't have lgds yet and you're like yeah we want some definitely listen and then also listen to this one today i think we're just going to talk about more like more training and, you know, when you actually have them. Not necessarily, like, getting them. Because last right. time we were talking about make sure you're doing like your research. research yeah. Don't get something that's a half breed. It's very, very important. I know people are going to say, like, oh, you know, my Labradoodle cross with the Great Pyrenees is a great protector. And you know what? 
she or he might be a great protector, but they're not always going to be, and you can't bet on it. And so, anyways, listen to that first episode because it does have good info. But today we're just going to go over more like training and more in-depth yeah. when you actually have them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, okay, so, of course, everything is controversial. Um, literally everything. So, I did a lot of research before I brought our boys home, and they're... How the fuck old are they? They're seven years old now. I was like, how old are they? Um, so they're seven years old. Um, I'm gonna have some here too. Yes, have some. So one thing, and I I think I did hit on this last time a little bit. Um, you do not want two male siblings. Okay. So I unfortunately learned that, even though I did do tons of research, I unfortunately learned that little tidbit after I brought mine home. The hard way. The hard she way. She still has them. They're fine. They're yeah, yeah. Still they're alive. fine. You know, and they have their tiffs. Um, and it ha- it was a kind of a long road, but I'm not the person to like give up a dog just because like it's difficult. Like, nah. Like you're coming in this gate, you're staying here. So, um, uh, do not get two male siblings. Now, a female and a male sibling that that works. And um, even two females work better than two males, but even I would not fe- get, I fema- get females. I wouldn't get two females. Even two I, female dogs in general. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Females are just bitches. I know like, some that's people, where that comes from. Okay, have you ever even like think of think of kids, right? Or putting more than one female in a room. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that, that they don't yeah. like that with different personalities. They're usually they're yeah. gonna have their fights more yeah. than. More so than if you put like a female and a male in a room. I'm not trying to sound like sexist or anything, but no, it's no, just no. like it, it it's is just how it is. It is. It's science. Girls are, most females are super controlling and yeah. they want to be the Strong-willed. boss, and yeah. that is literally through every species. <laughs> so like every dogs species. are the same, humans exactly. are the same. You know the the women want to run the show. I don't yeah. know what what's in us that we're super controlling. I don't know. We have like babies and shit like that, and we're like, no, we're <laughs> fucking calling the shots. We just pushed a baby out of our vagina. We definitely get to say how this is gonna go, right? So, everything. Everything. Yes. So, like, that means everything. Yeah. Oh, it's not related to the baby? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't care. I still get to control it. We're just very, it's just how we are. And some more than others. <laughs> not talking about us, guys. We're super chill. Definitely not. Um, yeah, so two, a female and a male sibling would work. Um, just not, don't get the same gender and the same sibling pack. Now, you could, and I kind of wish I'd done this, not that I don't love both our boys, boy LGDs at home. And I love them dearly, and I would never change anything. But what you can do is you could go and get one male from one litter and another male from a completely separate litter. That is good. They are not going to have, and they may have some tips up until you get them fixed. And the, the 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 trick here is you should not get them fixed until they are like full grown, because since they are such large breed dogs, and they they just grow huge when you fix them early there can be growth problems and a bunch of other problems and they're big for a reason because they're supposed to be exactly. scary and scare away and, all their right and they're predators. supposed to be able to hold their own against yeah. like coyote lion. or exactly thank a you bear and <laughs> large predators right yeah. so These aren't for um, your, like yeah they're not trying to just fucking scare away like, like a little know, fox or a raccoon possum, yeah. yeah and so um your cat can do that that yeah <laughs> so important not to fix them don't fix them too early you're gonna ha- just wait it out and I know that's hard because for several reasons when they are not altered they are gonna try to get out of your of the of your you know boundary of your territory even more so than they normally do which can be a huge pain in the ass but it is what it is 
just fucking deal with it. I don't know. I mean, and that's what I did. I just dealt with it. It was obnoxious. It was stressful for like a year. <laughs> but you know, it wasn't in the beginning when they're like puppies. It, it's not stressful, you know. Anyways, just, that's how you would start out. Okay. Now, again, when I say there's controversy and when it comes to, to raising them. Two, just, no, of course not. You can just not. get one depending on. And you shouldn't get two if you have like. Like I, we have uh, five acres. I wouldn't get two LGDs. I would only have one to run our five acres just because it is smaller. Sherry has, Sherry has multiple dogs, multiple LGDs, but the two that run the 10 acres, because they have a lot of livestock, they have way more goats than we do. And they're uh, just really spread out. And yeah. So they can take care of the whole property. They can take turns taking naps and watching. Exactly. And they do. And that's what they do. They like take. Literally. They basically, yes. it's like clocking in and clocking out of yeah. the job. You know, yes. they're like, okay, it's fucking your turn. Yes. And they're like, okay, great. I'm going to go take a nap on the porch. Yes. And so that's how they do. And they, they still do get into fights and when any dog gets into a fight, it always sounds worse than it is. And they always, stand yeah. up and they're taller than you and it looks scary. And yeah. you're just but like, it's yeah. normally, you know, more or less they're never going to really They might make each other, other bleed a little bit, but it's mine nothing like. Might have scars. Like yeah. Rainbow has a scar above his eye and he has a divot out of his tongue from yeah. his brother. But they're brothers and they, you know, brothers fight more than. Yeah, you know, just how it is. Just siblings. It is. siblings. Siblings. But so, okay, so um, getting back to the controversy. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, some, and I read both sides of both stories. Okay, so some people are like, you put your LGD puppy right when you get them, you stick them in with your livestock, and that's where they stay. And And then they learn by doing. And... Hold on, just really quick here. Sorry, yeah. just before I forget. You're, when you get your livestock guardian dog, it needs to come from... And we're not talking about working dogs like Australian Shepherds, um, Queensland Healers. Those are like with your working breeds. We're talking about livestock guardian dogs, specific breeds of dogs. When you get them, they have to come where they're like literally born in the pasture with like their in mom. The barn, in the pasture. And so they've been right. born into it. So it's just yes. like you know that their mom was working, their dad was working. Yes. They were meant to be livestock guardian dogs. So you really should look for people breeding. I, I hate like... Not telling you not to get it from a, a shelter because I know there's a ton in the shelter and sometimes those work out wonderfully. But if you yeah. are going to get a puppy, get one that is born into a pasture. Yes, sorry, 100%. I just didn't want to. No, yeah, forget no, that. that's a very good, <laughs> very very good um, tip because you don't want a like you don't want to go pick up your Great Pyrenees puppy and they're like in a suburbia home and they've never seen a goat or a fucking sheep in their life or a pig because they're probably going to have a harder time when they're born into that. Um, and they're just going to want to be a know. house pet. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they want to be a house <laughs> pet versus being like, I'm watching these animals. And their their instincts are incredibly strong. And that's what makes training them kind of easy. When I say training, I don't mean you're like training them to like sit and lie down and come and all that shit. You can, but like I don't think, I didn't, never, never found it necessary with mine. Um, okay, so some people are like, oh, you get your puppy and you stick them in the pasture with the animals that they're going to be with and then you leave them there and that's how they learn and they learn by doing because they have these crazy great instincts. Okay, and I know that's worked for some. So other people are like, well, no, they should have their own little pen and then you take them around to visit livestock on a daily basis, first on a leash and then once you think they're good and they're not going to chase, then off leash. I went with a second for several reasons. Um, Basically... The training is basically you're trying to avoid 
anything negative happening between them and the livestock. Whether that's chewing on little lamb's ears, whether that's chasing Naughty. baby goats, whether that's, you know, jumping on, on on their livestock they're trying to protect. So there's a lot of negative interactions that they can do. And so see, my problem with like, oh, just stick them in a pen. Like, you're not going to be able to see those negative interactions. And then like one, you know, your puppy does it one time where he chews on a baby lamb ears. He gets away with it. So he keeps on chewing. And then now you have a habit. Because it's tasty. And it's hard to break. Or they're chasing. You don't see it. So they keep chasing. They keep chasing. And then you see it too late. And now it's a terrible habit. Hard to break. I went with a second option for that reason. And then I also went with a second option because I was like, I'm not only bonding these dogs to my animals. Because that's not all that I want to protect. I'm bonding them to my kids. That's, and that and was that important. Is hugely controversial. That's like, hugely controversial. People will have come at us being like, yeah. you shouldn't bond your LGDs with your children. They're not going to take care of their livestock. It's like bullshit. They totally do. So Well, and the thing is, they take care of anything that comes onto the property. Like, as long as you are introduce it and it depended upon the um, temperament of your dog. So one of my dogs, Caesar, he was like, oh, hey, you're here. Okay, well, the, I guess I'm your protector. And he's like completely adults, kids, it doesn't matter. Other animals, he's, he's like, fine. I will love you forever. Not other dogs. I will be terrified other dogs, of no. fireworks yeah. and anything <laughs> yes, loud. He is but I will take down Gunshots. the mountain lion, no problem. That's right. But fireworks right. are scary as shit. <laughs> and please if let me in the house. If that mountain lion has a firework or a, a loud, boomy sound. Well, then you're shit out of luck. <laughs> Yeah, but no, he's, he's 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 a great livestock guardian dog, and he's so good with the kids. And so the great. kids are able to like lay on him in the pasture, and like yes, our kids yeah. lay in pastures. It's fine, and like <laughs> you know, and there's no good there's never there's never any issues. And then her other one, Rainbow, just like people, just like dogs. If you are a dog yeah. person, Everyone they have has different, different personalities. personalities. So Caesar is super. They're from the same litter. Super chill, super sweet. Rainbow is very sweet too, but he has more of a bubble. Okay. Yeah. Like how I do. Like I don't want like people in my bubble. I have a little bit bigger bubble yeah. than some people. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I don't want you in. Well, my and space. he's not nearly as trusting of of other humans. No, we have to lock him up when other people. Exactly. When we have strangers coming on, yep. or even people that he doesn't know really well, we usually lock yep. Rainbow up because he he's up. like, no. You, I'm gonna have to eat you because and you must I don't, be <laughs> exactly like you're a you're threat. dangerous. And I'm I never want to take a chance with that because he is a huge dog and huge. he could cause some major damage. And I would obviously don't want anyone hurt. I don't want him to then be you know in trouble for that. And so you always need to remember that too. Don't just like oh no, it, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like like read your dog's body language. You know they're like staring at someone and their ears are kind of up and their tail is like you know, completely straight and, you know, it's it's very easy to tell a happy dog versus a hostile dog most and, of the time. And you can tell, like, which dogs handle, like, little kids running around and being crazy and which oh, yeah. ones can't. Yes. And you really, like, you have to pay attention because if you do have people coming on your property, you need to know ahead of time, like, I got to go lock this dog up so there's no um, issues. And you can, and we always tell kids, because we have kids coming in on and off the property all the time, you know, we just, like, leave that dog alone you know we let people know we don't try to like hide it that he's like no you know, no no like you, we you don't hide it at all yeah we tell him like hey leave that hey, dog alone don't so go over there that dog in that pen is don't go in that reason. pasture because the kids are jumping in out of pastures yes. to play with goats like you don't go in the pasture that rainbow's in and you know and our kids all the our kids know to tell you know so 
just it's it shouldn't be anything where you're trying to hide it. You're, it's no, not, not it's at not all. doesn't mean that Rainbow's a bad dog. No, he it actually just, he's a great great protector. He's a great protector, and because he is so untrusting of other people besides like our family, um, he's the one that's not going to let people on the property if we're not home. Caesar may let someone on. He's like, Especially you must if they be a have friend. a treat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like. Caesar, they're both absolutely wonderful when it comes to protecting against um, predators as far as, like, other animal predators. When it comes to humans, Rainbow is my guy, right? Like, he's like, no, you're not coming on this property. You're not. I'm going to I'm gonna bite you, you know? And, and so, anyways. I'm going to dig a hole and bury you. That's seriously. And so, when, it, when they were puppies and they were raised exactly the same, this is just their temperament showing and which is – just that's what it is. And that should be expected. You should never expect like two dogs to be to act exactly the same, even if they're siblings. Um, and so I chose to, I kept them in our, we have a huge, I mean, we're on 10 acres, but we have a huge area fenced off um, behind our house. And so I kept them in that area. I would take them up every day. First was on a leash, both of them. And we, and, you know, we went into the goat pens. We saw the chickens. We would sit with the chickens. I would just sit on my phone and they would just be playing. And then as soon as I felt like, okay, I haven't seen any kind of chasing. I haven't seen the ears perk up and they're like, oh, I'm going to chase you. Okay, we're going to come. I'm going to bring your leashes, but I'm going to let you off leash. And then the second I would see any kind of chasing behavior towards the chickens, towards a goat, anything like that, it was immediately handled. And immediately, like, they were, you know, they had consequences. And it was like, no, you know, and then back on the leash. And then they would, you know, sit with me. And they rarely had, they rarely had, you know, situations like that since I was right there. I think one of them chased a chicken as a very young puppy. And then one of them kind of went like, like play bow to like a goat. And it was instantly corrected. And because of that, I mean, they don't chase or do anything. Rainbow does eat baby chicks, but that's because he's fat. I don't know. It's a strange thing. And it's 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 a bizarre thing. Dogs are really like... And he doesn't go after... He never, ever bothers the adult chickens or the adult guineas. He never bothers the goats. And he's panned all the time with the goats. I never trusted my dogs around baby chickens. Like, all of our baby chickens are... They get locked up into brooders until they're big enough because all my dogs think they just sound like squeaky toys. It's yeah, like well, that's too, Cookie. I mean, but she's not an LGD too, at all. It's like, but, um, you know, baby chicks. But this, just, it, what's funny with this whole rainbow eating baby chicks thing, It's this is like a kind of a new development. This wasn't a thing he always did. He never, ever bothered baby chicks or chickens as a young puppy. He figured out that was easy and was he a quick He literally, it's, it's been in the last, like, It sounds really gross, but this like last year, yeah. it's just been, and he, like, comes up to the mom just like, just walking by you. I'm your protector, right? Just don't even worry. And then he's like, Wah! and he like holds the mom stop, down stop, stop. and then like gobbles the babies. Sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have people that want to listen to us. They're going to like. Have... What? It's crazy. It is crazy, but it's not, It's, it's very awful. smart of him though, right? I, I guess. That's like highly intelligent. Like, it's... wow. Okay. Sad, but very intelligent. Jesus so Christ. anyways, that's how, that's how I train them. And because. Since I did that, they never had bad interactions. And then also, because they were with us, like, in our, behind our house, my kids were always out there interacting with them. And you should see them now with all the kids, right? Like, my girls go to feed, and they, like, flank my girls, like, as they're walking up the hill. And it's such a great thing to see. We have tons of coyotes. We have 
you know, stray dogs like all the time. Like I, we have a couple, what are they called? Like German Shepherd just constantly running around and we have really big coyotes too. And anyways, we have, and then we have the mountain lions, of course, and bear. bear. And so, you know, when I got the LGDs, like that was like, I was like, okay, I'm not only getting these things, getting these guys to protect our animals. I want them to protect the kids. I, I'm not always going to go up with the girls to feed, obviously. I mean, sometimes we'll go up together. I milk and do the gardens and they're feeding. But like more or less, they usually go up before me and they're out there alone. No one is up there. Everyone's at work usually, you know. And so it's a really good feeling that my dogs are that protective over my kids. And that's yeah. how I did that. And even like, you know, my kids, which don't live there full time, they still, when oh, my but kids they still, are there, yeah. they're like wherever, if the kid is like, and we tell the kids they always have to kind of stay buddies there just because there is a large predator load. But um, even my two will be walking down to Sherry's house, which is quite the walk from the top of the gate. And they, they still are like, we're going yeah. with you. They just flank them and they're just like, okie dokie. <laughs> we're going to watch these Protecting guys. Protecting you, little it's just, guy. Yeah, it's just amazing. So yeah. so they are, and how they are so good at their job. Like like we have, um, you know, like I said, there's a high predator load. There was constantly mountain lions coming over, grabbing chickens, grabbing mm-hmm. goats and stuff like that. Um, we had a really bad eagle problem, the golden eagles. But yeah, and, um, they, yeah. and they keep those away too. They keep everything away. So I have heard um, of people, like you might have an LGD and you might be going through issues now with like, um, I have heard of LGDs, like they put them in the pasture. The house Sherry was talking about like the first thing where they, that from the beginning they've been in this pasture and then all of a sudden they are now like they um, took down like a baby goat or even a, a large goat. I have heard of that happening. And I know it can be super um, disheartening because you're like, like, what the fuck? I got these to protect these guys, mm-hmm. not to kill them. Yeah. And so it doesn't mean that they're like a lost cause. It doesn't mean that they can't be good at their job. It just means that they, like something happened and you weren't there to correct it. To correct it. And all it means is that you need to put more time into them. I yes. mean, and that's definitely, if you don't have LGDs yet, that's something you definitely have to really ask yourself if you have the time to devote to these dogs. For the first year and year, two years, depending on the personality of your dog, they're going to be, they're going to need you. They're puppies. They're, they're puppies. And because they're so huge, they stay puppies mentally for much longer than like your average dog. And so... They're going to want to play with that baby goat. And then play turns into chase. Chase turns into now I'm tackling you and I'm going to nibble on you a little bit. and <laughs> Just a you little. Know. Well, well, yeah. yeah. It, it turns into like a predator-prey well, situation they, even, very quickly. Exactly. And even if they are just chasing, I mean, they can they can exhaust a baby goat, a baby lamb very quickly. Because they can their endurance is incredible. A baby lamb, baby goat, not so much, right? And so anyways – it's it is it is work and it is effort that you definitely have to plan like on putting into them, but it's very doable. And I I definitely wouldn't go because some people go into it thinking that they will have their animals in a pasture and then they have the the dogs running outside of the pastures to keep things away. Like the dogs need to be get into a pasture if there's a predator issue first of all. Yes. And they need to be okay with every <clears throat> single animal. You need to be able to trust the dogs with those animals. So it that doesn't work like that. You can't just be like, "Well, I'm going to get it. I'm not going to worry about training. They'll just run the property and keep things away by barking from afar." Like <laughs> so it doesn't work that way. So people if you have that in mind, it's just not going to work long term. Uh, maybe short term, but not in the long run. So um the 
And this goes with everything, even like if you're getting like a farm dog or, you know, what the fuck ever, like for training, like if you get like a long lead, like you have like a lead rope or whatever, like you would for a horse or even like a long leash, um, and you just hook it to you and hook the dog up to it. And then when you're out feeding every morning and you, anytime you're out with your animals, anytime you're outside and if you can't trust that dog get off leash, you have them hooked up to that lead to where they have some freedom to go and they, and um, and explore and kind of like smell the different animals and everything else. But then you can correct them very quickly and very easily with that lead. Yes, exactly. So the moment you see their ears perk up and look at anything like very intently, any animal, even like a little bit of interest, like even a noise where their eyes go and they kind of like their their ears go straight, then you tug on the lead and you ah, ah, like no, you know, and then you have treats. So positive reinforcement works super well for dogs. And and so instead of constantly correcting negative behavior, just like just like with a child, um, you know, you want to correct, not correct, but you want to reward positive, positive behavior, behavior, right? So like you see them do something good, they go up to that baby goat and they're smelling, and then they lay down and you instantly like reward. Yes. Or even if they go up to the baby goat and they sniff and then they kind of like turn around to walk away, like good boy, Ignoring good girl. Ignoring them is just as good. If they're not, exactly. if they're ignore, if they're walking around and acting like that animal doesn't exist, it doesn't mean they're not going to protect it. It just no, means, it just means that they're not. It just not, means that they they're like okay, they're not the like going to chase it so and you, run yeah. it down. So you give them, you reward them for even the smallest thing like that, even yes. ignoring. Yes. So you constantly have the treats, and they know, like, oh wow, I'm getting, you know, and then not just giving them treat, but you do the every now and then. So. Um, it's a system, so you have to have, like, a treats in, like, a little treat pouch or something on So, like, on I you. carried, when I trained the puppies, uh-huh. I carried, like, a fanny pack. Yeah, do, like, a fanny and pack. And I had a baggie, and I would just go get the, at our, like, win, local Winco, I could get, like, 45 chicken hot dogs yeah. for, like, $5. Very inexpensive. They weren't, like, dog treats, but they're high-value treats, though. High-value means, like... It, does dog this dog really them. want yeah. them? Yes, because it's pure meat and it's fresh meat. And so I would chop the – I would every morning or the night before, I would chop hot dogs. I would do like two, three, four at a time depending on how long I knew it was going to be outside. And I would chop them pretty small, you know, just enough because you don't want to treat – they have to sit there and chew. You want to treat like, okay, here it is in my mouth. It was delicious. I swallowed it very quickly. Like, it's just something to be like, good boy. And they're like, oh, that was freaking delicious. Do I get another one? You should also do, like, do different treats. So you have the hot dogs. You can have, like, the hard, like, kibble bits that they might like. They have, like, the harder treats. Have different things in your bag so they never know what they're going to get. Yes. They like some more than others. And then you also do, at random times, it's not because of something that they did like overly good but you if they're called like jackpots to where you do like a handful of treats yes because then they really never know and they're always what they're excited gonna get. Exactly. to be like oh my gosh i'm gonna get a super good treat this yes. time because dogs are always super optimistic yes exactly so, so you have like the jackpot sometimes where you reward them and so that that daily of going out there on the leash correcting negative reinforcing the positive that is what is going to get your dog to the to where you want them and like i said that's not just for lgds that's for all your farm dogs if you're worried about them chasing animals because there's plenty of times where farm dogs are out there and they get into a or a goat gets out or a dog gets into a pasture and they're like i'm chasing you down and i'm killing you and then you're like i need to get rid of my dog and you do not you just need to take the time to train them and the a lot of there's also a thing and i've never tried this but like because dogs and chickens, like that's the like, that's like the hardest one. Yeah, you know, chickens are like walking squeaky toys. That's and, all there yeah. is to it. And, and they're and easy they walk to chase weird, and, like, and they and they make really like sudden movements. 
and their noises are very, very yeah. pleasing to the dogs. It's always it's always going to be like chickens, some type of fowl, and and dogs. That's, yeah, it's always it's like the that's hardest what's, one. That's the hardest one. So I I have read though, or and people have said that if you like tie a dead carcass to the dog, that's disgusting, and, and it would not work there, on my dogs. And then you leave, and they get so like repulsed by it, they don't want to like kill anything. I don't know if that works or how it works. If you've done it, like let us know. But um, I don't know. I think that the whole, the reinforcing, keeping them on the leash. And, I, and of course, that takes more time than just tying a dead chicken to your dog. But, like, I, I think it really does have, I have, like, and there's also a time. Um, sorry, I'm, like, not finishing a thought. But there's also a time. So when dogs are puppies, they're, they have that play, like, and more, they're still learning, right? And so until they're about, like, four and that's like, I know that seems like four years. Until they're about four, they don't really like settle into themselves. Yeah, 100%. And so, and then once they settle into themselves, they become such different dogs. And they listen so well. If you had put that training in at that time, and I know it sounds like forever, but it's, they're not going to be like that like for four years. I'm just saying that and it's not, once that, that four years, it's just like they're like, it's just like everything is just so easy after that. And it, it's not horrible before that. I don't want you to think that. It's just... It's just a, a little bit more like constant, like, hey, no, like you're not allowed to chase chickens, like reminding right, and stuff exactly. like that. It's more. And it's not like we say we mean four four years or two years, 24 leash, hours yeah. a freaking day. No. No, of course not. And so It's don't like a think, first one year of like leash training. I yeah, think. exactly. And um, yeah, and, and it just, you know, it your dog is going to be as good as you want the as the effort you put into it. That's basically it, right? Like don't get a, don't get an LGD. Thinking like, oh, I've heard that they have great instincts and they don't need any training. I'm just going to plop them out there. It's probably not going to work. I know it has worked for some, but I just think, I personally think there's too much area for error in the way of that dog having too many, way too many chances to have a negative interaction with that whatever whatever livestock he or she is pending with. I think if they have more animals too. You know what I'm saying? If they have only one animal that they're looking after and you don't have to worry about anything else, like just goats, it's easier to train them not to chase just goats than it is right. goats and chickens multiple and ducks things. and multiple right. different Depending species. on how you're penning them. Exactly. Yeah. So it is. But, you know, I wanted to I wanted to hit on if you are going to if you are gonna go with the first option and you're like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this puppy and that's what's going to work for us and that's what I think is the best, that's fine, obviously. You do still have to make sure that your dog is – somewhat connected to you and your family because these dogs um these lgd breeds specifically because they have to make decisions on their own and that's how it has been for thousands of years in their genetics they can be very very stubborn and very strong-willed which can equal aggression it can turn into aggression very quickly so you have to be sure that you're always like yes i'm gonna be out there with my dog spending time with him. I'm going to take him out of the pen. He's going to follow me. We're going to have some kind of a bond. Um, that's important, especially if you have children, obviously. You obviously don't want your kids hopping the pen and the dog being like, well, I'm eating you now because I never bonded to any human. So um, dependent upon your dog's situation, I know I see a lot of dogs running with, um, you know, the goat herds they'll they'll uh, rent out. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of dogs running with those huge goat herds. I'm assuming they have very little people interaction. Their people interaction is like, we come and trailer the goats. The goats go in the trailer. The dog goes in the trailer. We trailer them to a new spot, let them out, and then that's it. And so 
and obviously for food. Anyways, it's really dependent upon your situation, but um, you need to think about like your lifestyle, your family, how it's all laid out, and who's Even there with you. Even if you know that you have like you might not have kids, but you know you have kids coming over, nieces yes. and nephews, yes, what the fuck ever, yes. Like you need to like kind of figure that out ahead of time. But I would, I think that it's always valuable for dogs to know children and to know that you know what I'm saying, like. Get them used to everything. One hundred percent. Don't have issues. Well, and here, here's the thing with these with these dogs too. Don't let them. You cannot let them get away with things either. So, like, okay, I walked out um, up to. I was walking up, and Rainbow has something, and I don't know what it is. And I know his brother's around someplace. I don't see Caesar, but I'm like, okay, they're gonna fight over whatever he's like munching on, right? I don't know what if it was like trash or whatever. So I went to grab it and he growled at me. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. So I instantly grabbed water like a hose, ran and got the hose, sprayed him at the same time, like hollering at him and telling him like, absolutely not, but in a very mean way. And he, you are mean. he, he of course dropped it and then I picked it up and then I was like, this is mine now. Next time I tell you to drop it, you're going to drop it or you're going to get sprayed. Like, I don't know what you squirt, want me to squirt. do. You just squirt, squirt. Because the thing is, these dogs, like I said, they are so, like, because they have to react on their own and make their own decisions. Okay, I'm going to, I'm moving my herd over here. Oh, here comes a predator. I'm going to attack from this angle. They, there's a lot that has to be on their mind. They they are very intelligent, which is a great thing, but they're also, they can be very, very, very strong-minded and strong-willed. Caesar, I've never, ever, he's never... Never growled, never done anything like that. But again, like we said earlier, he's just a much more mellow guy. Rainbow is very highly intelligent and very much like I'm in charge, which is fine. He can be in charge of some things. But when I say drop it, like I want you to drop it. And so that's what I mean when I say you need to have a bond with your dog. You don't want these things attacking you. Mm, That would suck. I mean, Rainbow is pushing 200 pounds. I mean, I'm sure he's actually over. He's definitely he definitely weighs more than I do. Well, honestly, so so Rainbow, like even if we come in the their gate in a different car, you know. Oh yeah. His ears are up and he's looking yeah, and at he's, me like he's, he's like, at he's you, like he's I'm gonna come barking. eat you. You know. Yeah. He's so like, I have I, I roll down the window or whatever. Even if he's like I have somebody in the car that he doesn't like recognize or something. I have we have a song for Rainbow and immediately like his ears go down and he loves it. It's called. We call him Rainbow the Sheepish Lion. And I start singing his song and he like loves it. And like, and it sounds stupid, but it's just like a bond that we have, you know, and that mm-hmm. he knows and that he's like, oh, hey there. You know, like, that's my know. song. Yeah, you that's must my, be that you, gal. Yeah, you know me. And so it's, um, it's just like little things like that and really knowing like your dog and, and yeah, knowing yeah. dogs in general. Yes. Um, I, our dog, he's not an LGD jelly. Um, if you guys listen to the show you've probably heard me talk about him before but he as like a puppy when we went to get him and he's just like a mutt um of various things when we went to get him he actually had been given back he was only eight weeks old because he like bit a dog at that at the other household that he originally went to and so he was deemed like aggressive or whatever <laughs> at, like as a puppy you're like an eight week old biting another dog and so not and so sure knowing, that's a big deal knowing that he 
had already that like stamp of like I'm an aggressive dog and he even seemed that way he was like I'm you know he was super like full of himself and he was just like I run the show as like a little puppy you know you're just like get out of here and so I was like <laughs> I'm taking him home just because I know that I do know dogs and like I know that it would have been a struggle and I could have just seen him like end up in like a shelter and so oh, I was yeah. like yeah I was like no I'm taking this yeah. dog like I can like and he had it has been there has been times where it is a struggle because he is that he I don't want to say aggressive he just is well he just had he he just he aggressive is not the right word but I can't think of a different word he just is more like no I want it my way yes yes and just like strong-willed like Sherry said yeah, and he wants just, to run the show just like it. some kids just like some, some kids some exactly kids are, are are very much it's not like it's not a bad thing exactly it be a very good quality you just have to figure out how to maneuver Respond around it just like you would with a kid right to where it gets, and so yeah. I yeah I I yeah I yeah and Jelly did the same thing to me actually when he was a very small puppy he had actually a gopher it was dead already but I was trying to get it out of his mouth just because I was like you can't eat a gopher you know it's gross. I mean, he could. Yeah, but it's, it's fine. gross. And yeah. I was trying to take it from him, and yeah. he was all little. He's all, like, this is my gopher. And I was all like, that hurts my feelings, first I'm of sure all. I'm sure it's exactly what you said, too. It's <laughs> exactly what you said. And I was like, secondly, this is gross. I'm taking the dead gopher from you. You may not have it, sir. He felt sorry for himself. You, you, he felt sorry, and that's good. And he still, that's we good. still have issues, like, you know, he isn't super fond of other dogs that's why i don't have an lgd um and we have issues with our we have two other dogs and three if you count my younger sister's dog who doesn't live in our house but he lives on the property um and you know he has his things he has more of a bubble like we were talking about (laughs) but you know we just kind of we figure out what his triggers are and we try to avoid them Right, and just like you would with a kid, right? Yeah. Like I know, like, for example, Corelli, my 11-year-old, a huge trigger for her is if she has not eaten. Mm-hmm. You do never want, you never ever want to be around Corelli when she is hungry. And the second Unless she's like. Unless you have food in your hand. And the second she's her. like, I'm hungry, I'm like, I'm making you food right this very second. Yeah. It's not like a, oh, we can wait type yeah. of thing. But see, that's one of her triggers, and I know that from experience with her. Because when I have said, oh, well, hold on a minute, I'm busy. You know, then there's huge blowout fights between her and her sister, her and her brother. Meltdowns. And it's bad, just right? Dealing it's with bad. a lot of stuff that you could have avoided. And I could have avoided it just by <laughs> fucking feeding her, right? Just, but the same with dogs, though. And people don't understand that. It's the same with dogs. It is and the it same, And it sounds though. dumb. Yes. But you think like, well, uh, avoiding behavior isn't solving it. Yes, it is. But there's no solving. Just like there's no solving my daughter's hunger besides giving her fucking but it, food, but, right? But the dogs, by avoiding those triggers, avoiding those behaviors, yes, 100%. it is solving it. It because, is solving yeah, it. Yeah. It totally 100%. works really well. Well, and then you have less and less situations where you have to correct like negative behavior. Exactly. Exactly. Them, you can be like, oh, good job. And again, reinforcing. The well, positive. and the other thing, and, and I'm glad we hit, we're hitting on this because the other thing that you need to keep in mind, whether you're going to get an LGD or whether you already have them and you're in the training process, um, you are going to have imperfect days, just like with anything else, just like with raising your kids or in any kind of relationship. There's going to be imperfect moments. They're going to fuck up. They're going to do things wrong. It you're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. But it doesn't mean that it's still not going to work. You just have to get do more research, you know, buckle down and be like, okay, I'm Googling the shit Don't out of this. Don't post that you're getting rid of your dog because they yeah, did, no, like, you know, no, they killed a chicken. No. Or whatever, no. like even just they, like honestly, even if they were like, "Oh my god, they killed this baby lamb by chasing it down or by gnawing on a little bit." Well, <laughs> I mean, I like how you say gnawing on it a little bit, like every time gnawing on because, it. Because because I say gnawing on it because it's not like 
they're not intentionally chasing it to kill it. LGDs, the reason they work so well is because they have a very, very low prey drive. They don't chase things. They literally just don't, right? And so as puppies, though, yeah. it's play, right? And they're like, oh, this is fun. And puppies I'm want playing. to chew on everything. And puppies want to chew. So that's why I say nom a little bit. They're not, <laughs> not, they're not literally nom, chewing nom, nom. on I the mean, baby lamb. I mean, come on, lamb. have you ever chewed on a lamb here? It's fun. <laughs> They're not chewing on it because they intentionally wanted to hurt it or kill it. It just, they were chasing and all of a sudden Chase turns to like, oh, chasing faster, faster. And the baby lamb fucking dies and they're like, I'm going to gnaw on your ear or whatever the heck. You know what I mean? So my point is this, any of those things can be corrected. It just takes time. Obviously, when you've already had bad experiences, it's going to take even more time. And that's why I would suggest not penning them immediately with other with animals where you can't consistently be there that's just my perspective though on that I like it it worked well for me I love it (laughs) the other thing that LGDs do that people can get turned off of or they might freak out or if they weren't around they think that their dog killed the chicken is if something happens to a chicken say a chicken dies from heat stroke the LGD will want to get rid of that carcass to avoid drawing in predators yes and so they'll eat the carcass and so a lot of times people misinterpret a situation they think that their dog actually killed that chicken when in fact they didn't see anything happen that chicken died from something else Mm -hmm. some other circumstances and they're like trying to get rid of the body yes they're just like they were like nope we can't have this here i'm just gonna and it's just like they're they're like cleanup crew you know there's or they bury it or do whatever with it but they don't want to bring in predators because they're really looking out for everybody you know, and so that so they'll that is a thing that they do. And if you haven't researched, you wouldn't know that. And so people really like they're like, oh, my dog killed a chicken. And they're like, well, did you see him kill it? And they're like, no. Well, then fucking how do you know they killed it? Yeah, you know? they, they like, probably they had blood all over their faces because like, they fucking ate it. <laughs> right. And they most likely. And like I said, these dogs have such low prey drive. I mean, they are absolutely amazing. Their instincts are just just phenomenal. Right. But it does take time to hone in on those instincts. And you have to give them a good start. And Sherry's very passionate about yeah. this. Can you tell? I just I just hate to even hear. Even how like you, like I even, hate to hear. you get in all your, you get your professional voice. You have like your voices, I just, you know. There's, Sherry has like I her fun voice. You. Like I'm talking about homesteading. Then she has her like professional voice. And she's like, okay, these are the facts, people. I want you to listen. <laughs> Everybody, we're it's, breathing. It's, and it's, I want you to pay attention. For me, Focus. it's like kids, dogs, and homeschooling. Yeah. Oh, God. Get Sherry on to fucking homeschooling. <laughs> Last night, she was, like, talking to this mom about homeschooling, and I was just like, oh, Jesus. Like, we're going to be here for, like, an hour and a half. And she's, like, even listening to her, she's like, so, which is great, because I am passionate about it, too. And when I get, like, going, and I'm like, you know, you guys are fucking doing it wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fucking calm down, okay? Um, but uh, uh, I just hate to hear. I read so many times on, on all these social media things about, oh, I'm – Oh, someone! I need to rehome my LGD, and that's why we did, did this. That's why we did this podcast. Oh, no. We're trying to educate. We're trying to Please, educate you guys. Yes, because like, just do more research. It's okay. But literally, it goes for every fucking dog, though. It goes. Oh for no, every for every dog. dog. Like, no, yeah, for every dog. People get rid of dogs so quick because they're no, they don't so want to put in the time. Either don't get the fucking dog in the first yeah, place. Yeah, just don't get or it. Or plan to put in time with whatever you're getting. Like. Okay, there's a very rare occasion where you get the dog and that dog is going to be perfect in every circumstance for everything. That's just no, not. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. You have to put the time in. If you're not going to put the time in, just like with kids, just fucking don't do it. It's like even my little Chihuahua Pomeranian had him forever, right? He's like 13 or I don't even know what the fuck age he is. And he's a pretty great, he's, he's basically perfect. He doesn't do anything, doesn't chase. I mean, he's obviously very tiny. And, you know, he's great. He's a great dog. Loves people, loves animals, just loves everything. 
the only the one thing he does is he will and he, when he gets in these moods and you're like Frodo come here <laughs> and he's like and I'm running away and he just takes off and it runs out the gate and I'm just like <laughs> so annoying and so see it's just like but you know if I just got him another collar for the sport dog that would fix his wagon <laughs> He sounds so old. That'll <laughs> fix his wagon. I, oh I meant God. to do it. Which is another great point. Um, probably our last one because we got to go. But is the sport dog or another invisible electric fence? Electric fence is as ne- a. You have to have it unless you have yeah, you like gotta have it. forty acres for your LGD to roam and wander. Well, even then, you better have some. It's it's very you like need a fence up. But it's very instinctual for them to like expand their territory. That's just like again in their genetics. And, they will. And they're they are just, wanderers. So like the dogs will are always get out, always wanting to get out, yes. always wanting to expand their territory, always wanting to make sure predators yes. aren't nearby. Yes. And so if you don't have this, like we have the invisible fence even for oh, our little dog. What the fuck you are you doing? Ants on you. I do? Yes. I've, that's like the second one I've knocked off. Why? It's like a massive scratch in your arm. It's weird. I know. And I don't even know where I got it from. I hate that. Don't Isn't you that hate weirder? That? Like the bruises, scratches. You're like, where did that And like from? last night, you know, and I was like, what's on my arm? I thought it was paint because we've been like face painting and doing shit for our kids, you know, for all their performances. And so I thought it was paint. And I was like, it hurts when I touch <laughs> it. <laughs> but it, but the paint hurts. Ow. And I was Damn like, paint. And then I was like, am I allergic to the paint? But it was like, no, these are actual but I have no idea where they came from um you know you're like doing stuff all day it's like no fucking, I know like, how I you know. are like on the farm like on the homestead you know my times like I have like a scratch and I won't even notice at all and it's like obviously I'm a huge baby like I feel pain but like I won't notice and I'll like be bleeding or something like that or my honest my honest my husband his name is honest, <laughs> well, my be honest. Like, Why? he's mine <laughs> he'd be like aww um he'll be like that looks infected i'll be like what looks infected <laughs> i have no idea that i had a scratch that it tried to heal and it looks like shit you know like i'm like oh i should probably put something on probably that. should have put something on that damn it uh, you know it's like that's probably from something rusty some rusted wire around here mm, right. tetanus right it's fun anyways um i think we did a good job on on the lgd yeah. training we we hit on the sport dog fence last time. We I just use that's the brand I use. Um, and it's very reliable. It too. It's super reliable. Very heavy duty. It can cover a massive amount. You do it need is. electricity on both ends. So it has to like the box plugs in. One of the wires goes out of the box. You take that wire around Your wherever property. the fuck you want it, and then the other end of the wire plugs back into the box. So that is kind of tricky to figure out. We figured it out. We just place. we have it in our barn, and so it goes yeah. all the yeah. way around, and then and plug so back in. and the dogs wear collars, and then they cannot. There's settings, and they can't get within whatever setting. I mean, I have even my, to like jump the fence because hers yeah. would jump. And yes, others would Caesar dig. jumps, and Rainbow would dig. Rainbow can't go anywhere near. And it they because, really, really want to get out, and like yes. it's almost like sad that you're like forcing them to stay in because they're like. I'm trying to help it's you. It's not sad. But, I'm, I'm but you can't live. have like huge no. dogs running around, especially where we're at, because it's like. Farmers can shoot the dogs if they think they're even worrying their li- the livestock. Yeah. Yes. And so we don't want any kind of no, it'd be <laughs> issues. So sad. And we've even had that up here where a livestock guardian dog was shot and killed um, because it was just out and wandering around. It wasn't aggressive. It just was out getting into trash. They're definitely going to hell. Whoever shot that dog. I know. Luckily, those people. Not moved. that I. Not the people that had the LGD, but the other people moved away. 
It's so awful. I know. Horrible people. I was just like. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? I know. It's like I, just getting into trash and you're like, and I am ending your life. That's what happened. Which, which Consequences. is, that is illegal. You can't do that. Well, I just like, how do they, how were they not like prosecuted for that? Like I would have taken that so far. They tried, but they had like dumped the dog's body like far, like they couldn't even find it. Oh and my somebody, God. Yeah, it was an awful situation. Horrible. No. But I, so, but, but see, knowing that we have great, those like, that is a, an, people, you know, they don't live here anymore, but they were like, you know, a few. Oh, assholes are everywhere. Probably like, t- yeah. 15 acres over they're not too far where your dogs if they got out you know could go and like that dog was just going through a trash can like can you imagine if it's like a dog on their property no it's like those are the kind of people that like you know fucking would kill a cat for like pooping on their lawn or something well and you know unfortunately those those examples are good examples though of like why you would want to use a sport dog because you do want to keep your animals contained whether that's like like i would genuinely worry if rainbow was out i would genuinely be worried for other people's safety Mm -hmm. because like he like I said, he is like, no, I don't like people. And if he and that's thinks his that job. that is his property, is exactly. like even in, outside of your exactly. property, and he's like, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be human here. that's riding their bike. I'm gonna chase you down. Or like, <laughs> what I would most worry about would be other dogs, like people walking. Oh right, because he would just like eat someone's dog, and it would be awful. Yeah, like just eat them. So, anyways, Caesar out. He just kind of wanders around, and he's like, I'm I'm at the fence. Let me in. You're like, you're an idiot. But and you know, he's more or less fine. But like either one though. Like, with that poor dog who was shot, I don't want to be in that situation. I mean, if someone shot Rainbow, I think Dad would legit go to prison for killing someone. Our dad loves Rainbow. Rainbow <laughs> is, like, his dog. I, he, I he talks about, like, home, yeah, he talks about, like, Rainbow really bonded with Rainbow our, our dad. Rainbow has somehow morphed into my dad's dog over the year. And basically, he stays up at my parents' house, and Caesar stays down at our house. Which works out, actually, really well. Because they both have this, like, ongoing feud about, like, it's my deck. No, it's my deck, you know. Yeah. So they both have their own decks now. Works out very Hurrah. well. Hurrah. But my dad is just completely in love with this dog. Not that he shouldn't be. It's just very sweet. But... I really think he would go to prison for that dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or his so cat. So Rainbow has to stay contained. Yeah. Well, the cat can't kill people <laughs> or dogs. It's a big cat. <laughs> it's a big cat. And what have you seen him? He's such a baby. He is such a baby. He lays there all day. And you go up there. He's like, well, you're not my dad. Leave. <laughs> I'm on to cuddles, but not with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so, yeah. Good job, you. Yeah, I hope it wasn't too ranty. I, I, I was trying was to ranty. laugh and put some jokes in, but I did want to give you guys info and I hope I didn't come off as too much of a bitch. If you do have questions, please let us know. They, um, they literally are like worth their weight in gold. They're invaluable to have. 100%. If you are having predator. I like really wish I could get one. Yes. Even like though, um, like I said, we don't have as many animals as Sherry has on her property. We still have been having lots of predator issues these past like just these past few weeks actually oh yeah with your chickens and um it was something larger taking them we are thinking it's a mountain lion now because my younger sister saw like the shadow of it hop a fence and it's not obviously we thought originally it was like a possum or something but possums don't jump fences so. well especially that high yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know how high a possum can jump but anyways so um we are or it could be like a large bobcat but regardless it um you know, we have been having issues with it taking lots of chickens. And so I was just like, gosh, I wish I could get an LGD. And my dog's not going to stay outside all night. And he's like, no, I want to go to fucking bed with you. <laughs> he's like, um, I'm sleeping in bed, actually. <laughs> and he will hear stuff occasionally. We let them out to like go chase whatever. But it's just 
they are not going to catch everything because they're just not outside. And the right. LGDs, they literally sleep outside. They stay out and, there 24 and hours. they want to, by the way. Yeah, don't think like, they don't. Like, I, that's what originally I was like, oh, my God, how are you going to leave? Like, when Sherry first got him, I'm like, how are you going to leave him outside? Like, they want to cuddles because that's like, we're huge on like the dogs, the yes, cats, the kids. In Everyone's bed. in bed with us, you know, right. cuddling. And we're just like, whatever. We're having a great time. But the originally when she got them i was like so worried for the that these dogs would want to be in with her and they do not they like do they not. if they're inside like a house and if you leave them in there and you're outside or <laughs> you're away they will claw literally claw their way out of said house <laughs> caesar has ruined several of our windows like our window panes. Because like he'll he come in them. to like hang out for a yes. minute during the day. But yes. then the kids will run out and, you know, and shut I, the door. And I will have gone up to milk or something. Yeah. And then like. And then he'll be in that's there. That's what's happened in the past. And then it's the no kids. No bueno. I'm like, don't forget to let Caesar out. And they forget to let him out when they come up. And I come home. And he's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I thought you left me. Sherry doesn't my, have a window anymore. My freaking window. I'm like, how did you do that? Like, you don't have thumbs. Like, how did you do that? I mean, it's incredible. Like the strength and size of them, and then if they really want something, you're like, okay, shit, I got you got determination on your side. That's fucking yeah. crazy. So but they really do want they, to even at night. Yes, they want yes. to be outside, especially yeah, at they night. They love it almost, and even in and like in the rain and stuff. Yeah, these girls just like be sitting out in the rain, like protecting still. I'm like, you're weird. <laughs> They love it. It's they weird. Love it. They love, and you know how it's like the working dogs. They love to work. It's like they love they to protect. Yeah, they love to protect. They to be on don't duty. want to be inside your house sleeping in your bed with you. They want no. to be outside. No. Yes. So if you're worried about that, don't be. Yes. No. Um, they're they're good. But yeah, I I really wish we can't. Like I said, Jelly's not like cool with other dogs, so I'm kind of worried to cool get cool with other dogs. And LGD and it, uh. and he and he likes to be the boss, and right now he is, and I don't want to like throw off the. The pecking order, if yeah, you will. for sure. No, it's Just, like a little, you know, and that's a good point. You, you you have to know what what in your life, like, okay, would this be worth it? Would it not be worth it? I mean, I'm Am sure my I chickens be... would say it'd be worth it. <laughs> your chickens are like, yes, please, do I have a vote. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and like. This sounds horrible, but all my favorites are like locked up. It's just the ones that won't go in the fucking chicken coop and they sleep in the stupid trees. It doesn't sound. It, the, most of those are just fe- they're just literally like feral chickens. They like won't they, go in the chicken they're, coop. They're they very flighty. They don't want to be around people. It's like they're legit feral birds. And I'm like, like I, I don't know what those. to do for you. Then you're gonna die. I mean, like, right? I mean, you, we are offering you to go in the chicken coop, yeah. but you don't want to. No, I don't know what to you, do for you. They literally are no, like we have a death good. wish. I'm like, we have a. I mean, I try to give them like I you like know. to stay outside and give them my life tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like here. I'm going to take this little 22 to your wing. May the odds forever be in your favor. <laughs> and they have like, like, I don't have opposable thumbs. <laughs> You're like, that sucks for you. I guess the odds are not in your favor. Not that a, a little 22 would do much with the mountain line. Mountain line. Yes, um, but if you have any questions, please let us know. Happy to answer anything through um, email or through Instagram. Facebook's been down, but... Instagram, email. Even if, you, if it's a different question beside livestock, guardian dogs. Yes, yes, of course. Home Just studying. reach out to us. Yeah. We're happy no, to yeah. answer happy anything. Happy to help. And any episode, like, topic ideas that you want us to, like, hit on, please let us know. That's always amazing. And we're like, you know, we're like, what are we talking about today? <laughs> so that, you know, we love ideas. Just yeah. give us ideas. Because sometimes it's kind of hard to know what you guys want to hear about. And we, we do all of our SEO research. I know you have no idea what that means, but we do it. And we think we got it, but, you know, sometimes we're like, is that what everyone wanted to hear? So really those episode topic ideas are great because it's coming right from our listeners and we're just like, oh, sweet. 
And if you want to hear it, someone else definitely wants to hear it. Absolutely. So, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. Yes. Other than that, thank you guys all for stopping by and for listening. See, I sound so professional when I held it, huh? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And it's really worked in our favor, or in your favor, because um, you've been talking into your microphone. Usually you talk like over your microphone like this. Like, yeah. Can you, can you hear me? But I'm doing like a like, really good me, job. But like in the room. Because I feel like I should like, be like, you know, like, like you announcing, like, you know, I'm like. But I'm doing a really like, good on, job. Like on like site, you know, I'm like there's a tornado behind me and I'm like, you know. You know what? what? Honestly, losing that piece, it's meant to be. It's meant to you're be. You're going to hold your microphone from now on. Yeah, I might have a like tired it. arm, but no, you're gonna hold it. No, it's not tired, especially with these little arm yeah. things. I'm great because yeah, you have you've I feel more important. <laughs> what a microphone can do for someone. Yeah, and I feel like I could. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I have mine though. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you want another one? Second one? No. <laughs> you know, like when someone's talking, they like they give. They're some. like, and I'd like your opinion now. Yeah, exactly. It looks cool. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys all so much. And um, reach out to us, our kind of homesteading at Gmail. You can reach out to us through Facebook or Instagram. Again, it's our kind of homesteading. But you can't reach Facebook. Yes, you can. Oh, you can. Yeah, remember? I thought it was down. No, I told you. I can. Did you tell me? Yeah, I did. Sherry's pregnant. I'm sorry. That's That's her excuse for everything. It is my excuse. And soon my excuse will be I have six kids. She has a shirt that says, I have five kids. And now I have to get her new fucking shirt that says, because I have six whenever, kids. Whenever like, I would show up late or literally anything, I'd be like, I have five kids. She'd be like, like yeah, I have face. five kids, Shauna. Like, that's like literally like she always says that to me whenever I'm like, oh my God, church, I have five kids, Shauna. And I was like, well, technically. I, I still have five kids. I know you still have five kids, but one is like an adult, works full time. And you don't have to like take care of it anymore. Don't The other me. one is almost an adult. Like, I still take care of that one. <laughs> I know, but he's like, very, but he's not like, you know, it's not like you're close. trying to like, when you say like, I have five kids, you think like getting them into the car and getting them ready and all the things like, you know, No, but I still have all of the talking and all of the late nights yes. until two o'clock in the morning. Yes. Like, but Mom, you don't let's have like, this. I need to, you don't have to like find Aiden's shoes. Well, no. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You can't use that excuse anymore. I will forever. <laughs> forever. Like Jerry's like 95. I have six kids. <laughs> and this many grandkids. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. right. Um, you'll probably have like 15 kids by then, right? No. <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to have a lot of grandkids, though. I don't know, Sherry. I don't know. Sherry keeps telling me that she's done, but yet she keeps ending up pregnant. So <laughs> <laughs> My husband would go get a vasectomy. They haven't figured out this how it happens would be yet. fine. <laughs> Seriously. He hasn't, at least. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean you're pregnant again? I was like, well, we are having sex, correct? <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> and it's and he has to know that you're like extremely fertile like you'd like talk about it and he's you're like i'm pregnant like he's so dumb dumb <laughs> so dumb luckily he does not listen to this podcast <laughs> you should have him listen to this one though <laughs> he was actually asking me the other day he's like hey, he's like how can i like how do you listen to your podcast i was like spotify he's like how do i get that and i was like you you upload the app honey just like boop boop he's so funny he's he has a lot of he has a very wide skill set technology is not one of them not in his which is set. weird because my husband's like the opposite i mean he has a wide skill set he doesn't have yeah, yeah exactly skill set, but his technology is definitely like his thing yeah in his skill set it's in his skill they're set. exactly the opposite pe- yeah. person it's yeah, so funny are. but they can be Hilarious. very similar in a lot of ways yes too. yes yeah um anyways we will talk to you guys next time, like we already said multiple different, times. Five different times. Five different times. But this really, time it's really for this time we're ending it. Realsies. <laughs> um, but thank you guys. And yes, thank yeah. you so much. And we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> you had to say it again. Happy home One more time. That's right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>